You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk about the TikTok coming tonight. That is the cast release for Zach's Women. Is there another possible soft launch in Bachelor Nation? There's a show starting on Fox tonight involving Hannah Brown. I'm sure you've seen the previews for it. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Some sad news in regards to the Dave and Buster's franchise. And once again, we're going to be talking about pager codes, something I talked about a couple weeks ago. I've got a new list of pager codes that were sent to me that I didn't know about, and I've got some questions. (laughs) And we'll get to that momentarily. So tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, live on TikTok, the Bachelor's TikTok page, Jesse Palmer, will be going live and doing a rundown of the 30 women for Zach's season. It has been a couple months before I even before I've really even looked at stuff in regards to Zach's season. I put all the spoilers out there that I had up to the final three. And what's funny is tonight he's going to announce the 30 women that are on the season. And I swear, I've gone to my Instagram where I have all 33 women that were possible candidates. And I know three obviously didn't make it. But for the life of me, I can't figure out who the third one is. I know that Vanessa Esparson did not make the cast because that was the whole issue with a Facebook post she wrote back in 2016 where she basically defended Brock Turner. Okay, she's not on the show. And then Sloan Clay is not on the show, and I am totally blanking on who the third woman is that was released back in September as a possible candidate, but never end up making the cast. And I've gone through all the spoilers, I've gone through all the names on my page, and I still can't figure it out. Even though I know in the past, I've said these are the three who were in the initial cast list that never made it, and now I'm totally blanking. And man, I've literally looked at my list of women on my Instagram page five times. I'm like, I'm even writing stuff down. I'm like, what am I missing here? I was like, okay, I know these women made it on the show. These are the women that go home and rose ceremony number one. Ten women are gone by the end of the first episode. They go from 30 to 20. And then here's three more, 20 to 17 and 17 to 14. And I am totally blanking on who the third woman is that never made it on the show. And I don't know why. It's driving me up a wall, but we'll get the final answer tonight. Although some of you probably are yelling at your stereo right now or however you're listening to me and probably already know and will inform me before Jesse goes live tonight. But it's just something they do all the time. They've usually done it on Twitter. Talked about this yesterday. He's just going to come out and say their name, say their age, where they're from, and then a fun fact about them either from their bio or something that he might allude to to keep an eye out for on this season. He's not going to give anything away. I know everyone will be focusing in on what he says about Ariel, Katie, and Gabriella. You know, I'm sure he's going to say something about them from the show, but it's not going it, to, there's no way you can be able to tell one way or another. Um, Cause you can make a case just like any season, you can make a case for, 
for all three women, uh, whoever you want to win, you can always make a case based on editing. Oh, this is why I think they win. And it's just like, well, it doesn't really matter because it's already been filmed. We just got to find out what happened during filming. And hopefully uh, I will get that. I know that people have been emailing me saying, how do you not know by now? You came out with all the spoilers on November 15th. We're in January. How do you not know the winner? And my answer to that is, I haven't had the winner early on for a few seasons now. So this is nothing new. Rachel and Gabby's winner, I, winners I didn't have for you until I think episode five or six. I mean, we were into August before I gave you those, and I knew for sure. And before that, yeah, I mean, it's it hasn't been coming as easy lately. But yet I have pretty much all your spoilers and all your dates and eliminations up to the final three of Ariel, Katie, and um, and Gabriella. So got a one in three chance of being right. Um, have I heard who it could be? Yeah, but, you know, I don't run with anything until I get some some more solid confirmation. So that's what I'm hoping for, but check that out. I'll talk a little bit about it tomorrow to see uh, on the Daily Roundup and before my podcast and my open of my third by Thursday podcast tomorrow, I will uh, kind of go over it anything important or anything noteworthy that Jesse says they hype it up to be a big thing, but this is literally for people who weren't paying attention back in September that we're finally going to see headshots and bios of all these women and people are going to scour through the bios and see all the things that they say. And, uh, you know, it's never, it's not a huge deal to me, the bios, because I already know who all these women are and how long they last on the show. So whatever they say in a bio really doesn't do much for me. Um, unless they say something totally outlandish, uh, and then, you know, we can talk about it, but we'll just see that tomorrow or today is going to be basically about who gets the stupid job, job occupation listed, uh, under their name in their bio. Uh, there will be one, if not two or three, because they do it every year. So that's really all this is about is after the cast is released, who are people going to talk about saying, oh my gosh, what kind of job title is that? That's what this is all about today. So do we have another possible soft launch in Bachelor Nation? I don't know. Katie Thurston posted a picture on New Year's Eve celebrating with a guy from The Circle. I don't watch The Circle, but his name is Nick Uhlenhuth. Uhlenhuth? I don't know. Um, and then there is a picture of them kissing. Could that be a, a dating situation? Could that be just, hey, I kissed him on New Year's Eve? I don't know. But this seems to be the thing. It could just be Katie just looking uh, for some attention and looking to just have people talking about it or whatever. But she seems to be focused on, on her stand-up career right now, which she has, I believe, some clips on her YouTube channel. And I know that she has, I think she has some sort of pay subscription where you can actually see some more of her stand-up. But I have no idea if she's dating this Nick guy. But it is out there. They did hang out on New Year's Eve, and she did kiss him at some point during New Year's Eve, and there is a picture of that out there. I think it was on it was on some Instagram page that I saw. I don't remember which one it was. It might have been his. He might have posted it. Or maybe they were tagged in it or something. I don't know. Um, you know, it's it's one of these things where you know that when people are dating, especially cross-dating on reality shows, you know, oh, someone from The Bachelor is dating someone from The Circle or Bachelorette, whatever. Um, 
it gets attention and it, it helps people's brand and the people on reality shows do like to date other people from reality shows because they go through an experience that only they know about and they could possibly understand and I get it to a certain extent for sure um, but I also think that some of these things are done for publicity. I have no idea if Katie's is or not but keep an eye out on that. I'm sure if she is fully in a relationship with this Nick guy we'll know about it sooner rather than later. So tonight on Fox a brand new show called Special Forces World's Toughest Test takes place and what it is is essentially a bunch of reality stars and former athletes going on a show that is a kind of a special forces unit where you basically learn military training. You've seen the previews for this. This isn't some hokey-dokey, oh, let's just have fun and do some stuff. No, this is some serious, serious stuff that these contestants, which are basically everyday people that aren't, you know, cut out for the military are put into military situations in terms of their training. And basically I think this, from what I've gathered, this is just something where it's not like a vote off every week. I don't think it's more along the lines of who can last. And there will be people that will probably drop off the show. If I'm not mistaken, when Fox has been previewing this episode tonight, I think they say four people quit in the first episode. Because they just can't take it. Now, the cast list, in case you don't know, Danny Amendola, former NFL player, Mel B from the Spice Girls, Hannah Brown, we know her, Tyler Florence, um, who's he? Sorry. Uh, oh, he's a TV chef veteran of 26 years. Okay. Tyler Florence, Kate Gosselin, we all know Kate and, and John and Kate plus eight, whatever. Dwight Howard former NBA player, Montel Jordan, the rapper. This is how we do it. Boom. This is how we do it. Gus Kenworthy, who uh, has been on a lot of reality shows recently. Um, he's also good friends with Colton. Uh, Nastia Lukin, the former, uh, or the current, uh, she's still a gymnast, right? She was on Dance with the Stars as well, but definitely known for uh, being a gymnast. Carly Lloyd, a member of the U.S. women's soccer team. Beverly Mitchell, Oh, yeah, she was the girl from 7th Heaven. Okay, she was on it. Kenya Moore, she's from the Housewives shows. Uh, Mike Piazza, former Dodger, former Met, catcher. Dr. Drew, Anthony Scaramucci, and Jamie Lynn Spears. I mean, you talk about just the gauntlet of just, <laughs> hey, let's just, I mean, a lot of these people have been on reality shows before. Now that I think about it, my gosh, almost half this cast, if not more than half this cast, has been on a previous reality show. It's like some of these people are, they make the rounds, uh, you know, and they just, this is what they do. Now, I know nothing in terms of spoilers about this show, but I did see that preview, and they they do say that four people get eliminated or quit in the first episode. I'm going to guess those four people right now. I got to believe Anthony Scaramucci is one of them. Just looking over this. Uh, I'll go Scaramucci. I will go Mel B. I will go. 
None of the former athletes are quitting. Danny Amendola, Dwight Howard, uh, Gus Kenworthy, uh, Mike Piazza, they're not quitting. So, okay, so I'll go Scaramucci. I'll go Mel B. I will guess Beverly Mitchell. And I will guess, I don't know, I'll go Tyler Florence. Older guy, seemingly. Uh, He says he's a 26-year TV chef veteran. Um, I'll just guess him. I, I, like I said, I have no idea, but I wanted to put some. You know what? Take Tyler Florence off the board. I'm guessing Kate Goslin. She was horrible on Dancing with the Stars. She basically wanted to quit that show. I'm going to guess her. There's no way. Kate Goslin's too high maintenance for this. She's absolutely going to. What am I thinking? She's a shoe in. I'd be shocked if Kate Goslin doesn't quit in the first episode tonight. So I'll go Mel B, Kate Goslin. Beverly Mitchell, and Anthony Scaramucci. Those are my guesses. We'll see if I'm right. But I'm really looking forward to this show because there's reality shows that are you know, made for drama and cattiness and all this stuff. This is different. This is a competition show. I don't know if even there, there's a prize for the winner if you make it all the way through this boot camp. I don't know. We'll probably find out tonight. But it'll be pretty cool to watch average people go through this and – you know, lift each other up. It's almost going to be like a a heartwarming show to watch people get to the lowest of lows and feel like they can't go on anymore. And other people in the cast will be building them up, telling them, Hey, you can do it. Stuff like that. I, I I think that's what this is going to be. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this show. So check it out tonight on Fox. So here's a sad story that broke Late last night, co-founder James Buster Coley dead at 72 in an apparent suicide. Well, who's James Buster Coley, Steve? Well, he is one of the two guys in the Dave and Buster's franchise. He's Buster and apparently died by suicide here in Dallas um, on Monday. His birthday and apparently took his own life. And, um, you know, it's sad. Don't know anything about this guy. I didn't even know who the two co-founders of Dave & Buster's were. All I do know is that I'm a huge Dave & Buster's guy. Like, the amount of first dates that I went on to Dave & Buster's from ages probably 21 to late 20s, early 30s, or any, I mean, not necessarily all, they're always first dates, but I really enjoy Dave and Buster's and you know what? Their food isn't half bad, believe it or not. But did I go there and go to the, to go immediately walk downstairs and take a beeline to the free throw game so I could impress my date? You're damn right. I did. <laughs> um, it was really one of the first times I tried on the virtual reality stuff. In the Jurassic Park virtual reality where you sit there and you put those goggles on and, oh my gosh, that is like the craziest thing. It literally feels like you're in a Jurassic Park Jeep and you're barely moving. But you put the glasses on and you, you shoot things and uh, I, they have that at Dave & Buster's, at least the one near me, at the uh, Stonebriar Mall. I don't know if they have it. I used to go, you know, when my family moved out here 
my sister and her brother-in-law and my niece and nephew moved out here in 2000 and God, when they move out here, 15 or 16, I always forget. I want to say summer of 15. The kids loved it. And we used to go every Wednesday because it was half off on the games. And uh, we used to just load up. I used to take them every Wednesday that first summer they were here, and then even the second summer. And then obviously as they got older and they totally outgrew me and I'm not the uh, cool uncle anymore, that didn't happen. But they, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself at that place. <laughs> I would play deal or no deal. I would play the ball drop game, which I loved. I just, I it's adult Chuck E. Cheese is what it is. You all know what Dave and Buster's is. But, man, I mean, it's still thriving. It's still a great place to go. So, by all means, sad story to hear that one of the founders of it decided to take his own life on Monday, but doesn't change my love for Dave and Buster's. And you know what? His partner's name's David Corvo. The reason the name is Dave and Buster's, it was over a coin flip. His partner, David, won the coin flip, so his name got to go first, or else it would have been Busters and Dave. Learn something new every day, people, I tell you. And let's wrap it up today with pager codes. So you know I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We talked about pagers back in the day and the codes that you could send to people on pagers that represented something. I love you was one, four, three, because one letter, four letters, three letters. And then some were different. And I went over a few a while back, but there's a couple more that I found out about on an Instagram page that I saw that somebody sent me. And some of these I had no idea about. All right. Now, some of them are like you literally type out the numbers, but they look like letters. So it's actually like the word. If you look at the numbers as letters, like goodbye, six, uh, Six zero 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 eight four three. The six zero zero looks like good, and then eight four three is looks like the eight looks like a B, the four looks like a Y, the three looks like an E. So you see what I'm saying? I'm not gonna go over those, but there were quick codes. So ninety nine meant good night. Read as ninety nine ninety night. <laughs> kind of cute, I guess. I didn't know that. 424, call me back. Four letters, two letters, four letters. Call me back. 424. Obviously, we know uh, emergency, 911, 411, have a question. 333 as love. I think that's three hearts. The threes are supposed to look like hearts on a pager. 143, I love you. This might be my favorite one. Another way to say I love you on a pager code was 831. I love you. Eight letters total, three words, one meaning. That's that's what it's described as. 831 means I love you because it's eight letters, three words, one meaning. What the fuck is this? Survivor and Jeff Probst introducing the season? 39 days, 18 contestants, one Survivor. I love you. Eight letters, three words, one meaning. (laughs) I can't believe that was a thing. Oh, my gosh. How corny. 
One four three. Just keep it simple. I mean, come on. Eight thirty one. I love you. Eight twenty three was thinking of you. Didn't know that. Six thirty seven. Always and forever. First off, unless you were living in nineteen seventy, and I can't remember who sang that song, but always and forever. Who sang that? I don't remember, but. Apparently, you could just skip to the 637, get 637 to somebody, and that means always and forever. I, I, don't, I don't get it. 187, I hate you, murder, death. <laughs> uh, we know that from rap songs in the 80s, uh, 187. And then 157 was keep in touch. I don't get that one. Uh, it's not a letter thing. You know, one five seven. It would be four two five, if you're going off of number of letters in that phrase. One five seven. Keep in touch. I, I I'm sorry. I can't get over eight three one, eight letters, three words, one meaning because it immediately brings me to Jeff Probst, who I'm very upset with, and you've heard me talk about it with Stephen Fishback. I'm never going to get over the fact that it doesn't sound like we're ever going to hear that in the beginning of the season anymore, whether Jeff's standing right in front of a volcano erupting or he's on the side of a helicopter that's doing a nosedive into the ocean telling us 39 days, 18 people, one survivor. That was the coolest entrance to any reality show, and you you cannot convince me otherwise. And we don't get it anymore. Since they went to a 26-day season, we don't get it. He never says 26 days, 18 people, one survivor. I don't know why. Can you please bring that back? That's all I ask. I mean, I, it's my favorite reality show. I've loved it since day one. I've seen every episode of Survivor from the season one finale on. Every episode. I love it. It's my favorite reality show, and I, for the life of me, don't understand why we can't have that open anymore. It really bothers me. Someone pass that note along to Probes, please. Give him an 831. <laughs> eight, eight letters, three words, one meaning. <laughs> That's way too intricate for a pager code. Ugh. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. As you know, my new podcast, The Sports Daily, will be up about an hour from now, talking a little bit more about the um, uh, the Damar Hamlin case, uh, what happened with him. More people have been donating. The, the number's getting astronomical now. Got some more college football talk and some NFL playoff talk today. So that'll be coming up in an hour on The Sports Daily. But for those not interested, that's fine. Thank you for listening to the Daily Roundup. That has been now, we're about a one week away from the six-month anniversary of the Daily Roundup. So thank you all to have been listening. So until then, until tomorrow, when we have three podcasts coming out tomorrow, we got a Daily Roundup, we got a Sports Daily, and we got my Thursday interview podcast, and it's going to be with the Rose Pricks, if you've listened to their podcast. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.